The ProAct Know-How. Hi, welcome to our live webinar. Today we're looking at like eight things, uh, tax-saving things, uh, tax-saving reasons to go expat this tax year. We're looking at the start of the new tax year um, in April, uh, the new UK tax year. Some of these ideas you can use in the UK for tax saving. Others, uh, you can make additional tax savings by going expat or mix and match. Uh, so join us each week at Living and Working Abroad for our live webinar uh, to uh, find out more about saving money and tax uh, as an expat. Uh, good morning to our regular viewers, uh, and so Raoul, so uh, welcome, welcome here. So, uh, <clears throat> eight tax saving reasons to go expat this year. Now, these can be tax savings in the UK as well, but also generally for 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 expats. Ways to save tax money as uh, tax savings as an expat include relocation to change your tax residency um, or to change the tax residency of your business or family trust. Uh, you can make wills and make gifts to avoid inheritance and capital gains taxes. So all these things are tools that we've got to help expats living and working abroad uh, with a UK tax base or connection um, to save uh, tax in the year ahead. And what a year, there's big increases in UK taxation, so there's big opportunities. I'm going to look at eight different ways that you can uh, angle to save uh, tax in the year ahead uh, of uh, following the big changes in the UK budgets. First of all, let's look at capital gains. Uh, many people don't consider this, but it, it's a real factor. Uh, capital gains is charged on crypto uh, gains, uh, stock share gains, other, cap other valuable assets, as well as business and property sales. And the, the, the allowances on capital gains is going down. So up until last year, uh, the last tax year ending 5th of April 23, in the UK, you could get 12,000 12, a year as an additional capital gains allowance. And that's been reduced to 6,000 this year, and then it's going down to three. So the, the, the additional personal allowance for capital gains has been reduced massively and therefore it's becoming um, you know that will extend the reach of the tax um, and possibly mean uh, a, an extra five thousand pounds of capital gains tax that could have to be paid um, in the uk um, <clears throat> so if you've got crypto sales they are capital gains sales if you're selling a business or you're selling shares they are capital gains sales in the uk you're selling property, actually the capital gains rate is not 10 or 20%, but it's 18 or 28%. And, and proper, residential property uh, capital gains in the UK it is, um, it is fixed to the UK. So expats investing in UK property cannot avoid that capital gains if they buy personal residential property uh, directly. Uh, you'd have to consider um, uh, using a, a, a company structure where the capital gains falls into corporation tax where you can make some tax savings there. So for more information and guidance, contact us at productpartnership.com. But consider, if you go expat, then uh, capital gains could be as low as nil. So in, in, um, uh, if you had a tax residence in Cyprus, for example, 
there's only capital gains on Cyprus real estate. So any Cyprus uh, property uh, has got potential capital gains at 20%, but there are no capital gains tax on, on savings or crypto. Um, <clears throat> so it, it can become a very good business um, and uh, uh, investment base for expats living and working abroad. For more information and guidance on getting a, a Cyprus tax residency, you can contact us at projectpartnership.com. Um, there are other options within the UK. There's a, a business relief system um, and, and that they can get, but you have to be registered for that effectively for a couple of years uh, to get your relief. And then you have to make the application for that capital gains relief. If you've got a business to sell, and, and, and you become non-resident expat before you leave the UK, that property, uh, not that property, that business asset or that investment asset uh, that, that you sell um, after you've left the UK uh, can be free of UK capital gains tax at 20%. And there's many countries around the world that won't, won't charge you uh, a, for, for that capital gain. So by going expat, changing your tax residence before you consider disposing of business investment or crypto assets, you can make considerable tax savings um, and, uh, so you can pay as little as 0% capital gains tax. For more information and guidance, contact us at projectpartnership.com. So the next uh, tax that's being charged and where there's tax savings opportunities in the UK are for dividend taxes. And dividend taxes, is, there's a number of different ways to look at that. And so first of all, we're just going to look at it at, 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 at what that means to you in the UK. So uh, dividend taxes uh, ostensibly are charged at 8.75%. But that's only if you're a basic rate taxpayer. When you add up all your um, uh, incomes, uh, all your income services, including your earnings and your dividends together, uh, do you come under the um, uh, uh, higher, basic or higher rate or additional tax rates? So if your total income is above 125,000, so you're into additional tax rate or above 50,000, higher tax rate. So there's a higher tax rate of, on dividends that can apply. So basically, uh, the, the, um, a dividend in the UK is taxed at 8.75%, and then it goes up to nearly 34%, and then nearly 40%. So 8, 33, 39, and bits is, is the dividend tax you could pay, uh, depending on how much your income is. Um, there used to be additional personal uh, allowances for dividends, but they've been reduced as well. Um, so if you are getting a higher income or even a, a, a smaller income, those personal allowances are being reduced. So uh, an extra £2,000 um, of uh, a personal allowance for dividend income from investment portfolio is now being taxed as well uh, at 8.75%. But if, if you're operating a personal service company, your own business, and you're getting dividends and you're to the high rate tax band, and you're quickly going to be paying uh, as much as a, a, a high rate taxpayer in any case. <clears throat> so there's big savings that can be made there. When you look at the role of an expat abroad, you could have um, 
a tax on a remittance basis, but also there's countries that won't tax you on, on dividends from overseas. So again, Cyprus has a non-DOM status for expats that could work for remote workers or it could work for personal service company, uh, people operating a personal service company uh, or nomad workers, uh, where you can pay 0% tax on dividends. 0% tax on dividends. So you could um, take your personal allowance in the UK, uh, 12,000, no UK tax, and, and a dividend as a remote worker based in Cyprus of 100,000 and pay zero tax. For more information and guidance on tax planning using dividends and a personal service company for remote working uh, abroad, contact us at productpartnership.com. The, the next area I want to look at is IR35 because it's linked to the dividend taxes. So IR35 is only applicable in the UK. It's a UK tax law and it's designed to stop people working remotely um, uh, or, or, or not properly self-employed. So it doesn't want to consider people as contract workers. If the contract workers, it wants to tax them as its employees. And that's essentially what IR35 does. It doesn't let somebody uh, who's working as a contractor um, just for one company on one contract um, uh, enjoy the benefits of being self-employed or operating through a personal service company. So instead of paying um, a, a class two uh, and class four national insurance up to 10%, you could be paying a full employee-employer rate um, and it can become quite uh, onerous. IL35 is applied by large companies so that their turnover has to be over 10 million or the balance sheet over 5 million or more than 50 employees for it to apply. So if you've got a small UK personal service company or the, your contractor is a small company, IL35 rules can be avoided. Um, it depends who you're dealing with and how you're dealing with them. But if you're a remote worker uh, and you're not based in the UK, uh, a UK company does not have to apply IR35 to you. So again, with the previous scenario with dividends, we, we looked at that we said a, a remote worker could operate uh, as a personal service company or, or as a sole trader abroad uh, and 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 not be subject to IR35 rules. If they're operating through their own personal service company, they can then enjoy 0% dividends on, on their income. Uh, for more information guidance on um, uh, going expat uh, to re remove yourself and your business, your small business from uh, IR35 rules, uh, contact us at productpartnership.com. So the next area to look at is inheritance tax. Um, it's a bit of a jump uh, from talking about income and business, but it's just as valid. If you've built up a business, you've got some assets, uh, those assets can be disposed of at some time. Um, if you've got savings um, um, or business to sell or uh, investments in hand or property, they're all subject to inheritance tax when you die. In the UK, inheritance tax is charged at 40%. So if you do nothing when you die, you've got a personal allowances uh, which you can uh, manage um, and potentially uh, save up to a million pounds 
if you've got a, a, a main family home in the UK on death. But by gifting the property during your lifetime, uh, you, you could increase the, um, the, the allowance by an additional 150,000 um, because you can get main home relief of 500,000 on a family home if it's gifted within the family uh, while you're alive, not when you're dead. Um, so it's being proactive to take that investment decision before you die. Um, if you leave it in a will, it becomes subject to inherited tax assessments. Um, a married couple have personal allowances that they can share between them. And so the, the, the inheritance tax might only apply on second death, but it doesn't go away. Uh, you can gift after first death, but if you gift before first death, you can make arrangements for that. Uh, for example, if you gift into uh, a trust, a family trust, <clears throat> that trust could pay no tax um, while holding that asset. Free yourself up after seven years from an inheritance tax liability on that business or that uh, investment asset um, and, and be free of any other taxes uh, within that trust uh, as long as it passes down to your beneficiaries um, uh, uh, when the time comes. There are taxes on UK trusts if you're trying to use those to plan to avoid inheritance tax, but they're not as much as the inheritance tax at 40%. So you give yourself that option to move the money away into other resources. And there are trusts around the world, for example, a Cyprus International Trust, where there are no taxes on any income or gains or dividends from outside Cyprus. So the, you can have an offshore trust, an offshore family trust, to manage your, your assets and protect yourself from inheritance tax in the UK. But the gifting rules mean that you, it, it, it's a long-term strategy on that gifting. So to make those changes and, and make those movements, uh, uh, this is how Parrot can help you plan ahead in the years to, to protect your family home and business from those assets. For more information and guidance, contact us at ParrotPartnership.com. The next thing I want to look at is to go back to um, pension taxes. Now, pensions are a big fanfare in that the lifetime allowance caps were removed. This was an additional tax that was being charged on pension funds. Um, but it, 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 the, the allowance was changed in theory uh, to encourage people to continue working and continue contributing into a pension fund. Um, the, the, but the point is, is that the tax saving opportunity still remains and it still remains the same. So constraints on how much you can put into a private pension plan each year, up to 60,000 or 100% of your earnings. Um, but you can maximize that, then you can reduce down your, your income tax allowances. Those allowances still exist if you're operating a personal service company while you're abroad. So if you've got a, a corporation tax liability that, that, that's coming up, a gifting from your um, personal service company can, can, can create an expense that could reduce the capital gains tax. More on that later. So uh, if, if you've got, uh, if you're working, you're living and working abroad and you're considering working to a personal service company, there are, and still you can use pension planning in the UK to, to save you some tax um, 
and and if you're in the UK, um, you you can do that as well, and possibly look at increasing your contribution to reduce the amount of tax you make. And um, for reasons that we'll find out next. Uh, otherwise, contact us at productpartnership.com for more information and guidance. I want to look now at personal allowances. Now, the personal allowances are quite radical changes um, in, in the, the new tax year. Um, and it opens up the opportunities. Um, now, if your earnings are over 125,000, you're into the additional tax rate. So the highest tax rate in the UK is 45 percent and it's a realistic uh, objective for a lot of people to earn uh, once your earnings are over 125,000 pounds and don't forget if your earnings go above a hundred thousand you're losing your personal allowance so there's opportunities there if you're taking all salary uh, from your personal service company in the UK then uh, you, you, you you're going to lose your personal allowance which at 40% is going to add um, uh, about 5,000 to your tax bill straight away. Um, but then at 125,000, you're into 45% tax as well. So the, the, the tax rates are going up rapidly. So if you've got the opportunity to work remotely uh, and be a tax resident in another jurisdiction, you can limit those top rates of taxes. Now, some countries still have higher rates of tax than that or comparable rates of that. But there are other countries where you can enjoy tax savings by becoming a tax resident uh, and relocating overseas. Remembering always that when you relocate, you have to take up a permanent residency in that new country to become a tax resident there. So the personal allowances in the UK um, are frozen as well. So the 12,570 personal allowance, that, that's a frozen rate for this year and for subsequent years. Uh, 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 without tax and then beyond that you've got 20% uh, tax uh, above 50,000 using round figures you've got 40% tax before you get to uh, 45% at 125,000 and don't forget the additional personal allowances you could potentially get the dividends and savings uh, they're going down as well so that there's less relief all round on the personal allowances as you squeeze people into paying a bit more tax, even though the tax rates haven't gone up. Um, <clears throat> by organising the way you work, if you're using a personal service company, if you're working remotely uh, overseas, um, if you're using a dividend strategy as an overseas remote worker, these are ways that you could save tax. Um, and maximise your personal allowances, uh, but also save additional tax by paying your, your earnings in a different way as a tax resident of a different jurisdiction. You need to relocate, you need to have a permanent home, and then you don't necessarily need to work from that location, but you need to have a permanent home and a tax residency. You could still be nomad, but even a nomad needs a tax residency. So if you're a UK resident, tax resident, you remain UK tax resident until you relocate abroad. Once you've done that, you can enjoy the tax benefits of that jurisdiction. Uh, you may move for family reasons, in which case tax saving is not preeminent. If you're moving for tax reasons, consider which is the best uh, tax jurisdiction for you. 
And for more information and guidance, contact us at privatepartnership.com. Uh, next, I want to look at income tax. Obviously, now we, we've been covering that in a number of different ways <clears throat> as, as we've been going through that. Um, but we're, we're on number seven now, which is uh, for income tax. So in the UK, uh, the, the income tax rates aren't going up, but the, 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 the tax bands have changed quite radically. So the, the starting rate for 45% uh, tax is now only 125. That's down by 25,000 pounds. The 40% tax is still paid at the same rate as well. So any any total earnings over fifty thousand, you're now paying forty percent tax in the UK. And so there's a real possibility of of increasing tax in the years ahead for UK residents. If you've got the option to to relocate and work remotely, uh, using a personal service company or as a sole trader, then you can potentially reduce those taxes right down. So again, looking at a country like Cyprus, you, you've got a maximum income tax rate of 35%, but they also have uh, rules where as a non-DOM, you could uh, um, pay tax on a remittance basis, i.e. your contract working abroad, you're not paying tax in, in Cyprus. Um, and But you've also got a system where if you're operating a personal service company, you pay 0% tax on, on dividends as well. So there's big income tax savings that can be earned by working in a jurisdiction where there's either no remittance tax or a lower rate of income tax or special schemes like 0% tax on, on, on dividends that are available for uh, relocating UK expats that are, are living or working abroad. For more information and guidance, contact us at projectpartnership.com. The other big hot, uh, noise, the big tax change in the UK, <coughs> <coughs> the other big tax change in the UK is corporation tax. So our eighth uh, tax saving opportunity is with corporation tax. The headline rate has gone up from 19 to 25%. Uh, uh, now the UK will claim that that's still the lowest rate in the G7. That's the big economies around the world. Um, but they used to be the lowest rate in the G20. So there are many other countries now, stable, large economies with, with lower tax rates. For very small companies, the corporation tax rate remains at 19%. So let's be clear about this. If your net profit is below 50,000 pounds, then you can still pay 19%. And then it's a graduated up to 25%, up to 250,000. So if your turnover, if your net profit is over 250,000, then yes, you will pay 25% uh, and, and good for you. Um, but if you remain at a small service company with a net profit uh, below 50,000, then, then you can uh, pay still 90% as a flat rate corporation tax and paying flat rate corporation tax is obviously better at 19% is better than paying corporation tax at 45%. Um, did I say that the right way around? Paying flat rate corporation tax at 19 or 4 or 
is better than paying income tax at 45%. So there's still advantages to using a personal service company if that uh, business model works for you in the UK. You pay a lower uh, tax rate that, that, that won't go up. If your uh, net income is below 50,000, whether you're an individual or a company, you're still going to be paying that, that 20%, that 19, 20% tax. However, if you're operating through a personal service company, uh, you can expense. So if you've got business expenses um, and contractors, then that can and you can put those through the company and that enable you as a sole trader or as a company that, that can keep the expenses down and, and keep, keep the net profits down by increasing the expenses. So the opportunity there is that the personal service company, if it's fully expensed, then it could potentially maintain a lower flat rate corporation tax. Um, but if you then distribute that, those retained profits, you've then still got a dividend liability in the UK. So even though you protected your corporation tax income uh, to 19% or 25%, you still potentially got up to 39.35% as a dividend tax. Um, and, and so one way or another, the, the corporation tax is, is going to catch you out in the UK, either through the dividend taxes or through the uh, income taxes. By working remotely using your UK personal service company, you could um, receive uh, income in the, in the, as a tax resident of the right jurisdiction at a lower rate. So as we said previously, uh, if you're working from a personal service company in the UK as a, as a remote worker, and you're a Cyprus tax resident, then you could enjoy um, a 0% dividends. So you get a flat rate corporation tax rate of, of 19% and, 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 and receive dividends with, with no additional tax. You would need to become a, um, a, if you're working in another jurisdiction, you may need to become tax resident there. So you could do that as a contractor, sole trader, or you could do it as a, a setting up a branch and operating there. And that, and that would enable you to uh, potentially reduce the, the profit slightly more um, uh, to draw the income. So you can maximize your personal allowances in the UK as well as overseas um, by, by using the contracting power of a, of a personal service company. Uh, when you've got different tax residences for your company and for you as individuals um, and maximizing that within your family group as well as your, uh, your, your team that you're working with. But in addition to that, um, there are other jurisdictions where they have different corporation tax rates. That may be as low as zero in, in the Middle East or it could be 12.5% in, in Cyprus. So though the, the global tax rate for corporations is going up to a minimum of 15%, um, that actually only, again, only applies to high turnover uh, companies. So for smaller businesses, that doesn't necessarily apply. And Cyprus are maintaining in 2023, 12.5% corporation tax. So you have to distribute your profits in, 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 in Cyprus. 
Um, but the way you distribute them can, can can avoid taxes as well. So it can become very tax efficient. So the different ways uh, of, of running your business remotely, uh, using an offshore company could reduce your corporation tax rate uh, to half of what the new UK uh, corporation tax rate is going to be for your business. So in summary, uh, there's tax saving opportunity in the UK that you can take uh, on capital gains, on dividends, on uh, uh, personal allowances, on pensions, uh, on income tax rates and corporation tax rates, as well as uh, uh, finding ways to uh, reduce your exposure to IR35 rules, which are just for the UK. Uh, that means you could pay uh, a lower rate of overall tax on, on your portfolio of, of income, whether that's from property, business or, or investments. Uh, as an expat living and working abroad, so you could be working remotely. Uh, and although you may want to move around, you would still have your uh, one jurisdiction where you're tax resident. So move that away from the UK and that new tax resident can enable you to enjoy a minimum amount of tax. Uh, there may be gifts that you can make to avoid capital or inheritance taxes, save up to 40% there as well. Uh, but as an expat, you need to consider making a will, uh, uh, possibly gifting and creating a family trust to protect those assets uh, across border and across generations. Um, for more information on gifting, making a will, for expats and, and creative family trusts, uh, contact us at productpartnership.com. Remember we said at Pro, in, in Cyprus, a, a family trust set up uh, for, for expats on an international basis will have no local taxes uh, at all uh, on worldwide dividends uh, and, and income. Um, to go expat, you do need to relocate. You need a, a residence abroad. It doesn't stop you traveling around. Um, the, the residency restrictions and short stay rules still apply in countries where you, you won't have a, a resident permit, but you can have a resident permit in as many countries as you like. And if you've got a resident permit, you can also get a tax residence to enable you to save money and tax abroad. Um, for more information and guidance on relocating abroad, you can watch our YouTube channel, subscribe uh, to that, and, and find out more uh, about how you could enjoy an adventure uh, around the world as a remote worker or a nomad worker or just uh, retiring in a location where uh, you've got a different tax um, uh, on your overseas on your UK property, investment uh, and business assets. Thanks very much for listening. Um, uh, and join us next time, next week, when we'll continue to look at residency and tax savings abroad. Um, and don't forget to share the link for our, our blog with your friends and family. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. The ProAct Know-How, brought to you by ProAct.